ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Pod. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, we're continuing our Godzilla month. We got Chris Canavo in the house. What's up, Chris? What up? Thanks for having me again. Awesome, man. Yeah, we are talking about Godzilla. We did an episode where me, Matt, and Chris talked about the Showa series, which was like all the Godzilla movies from the 70s. Like 15 of those motherfuckers. We talked about all yeah. of them. Those yeah. are my Godzilla bread and butter right there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. But we got some good stuff coming up because, uh, and we don't really explain this too much, I don't think, but... For those of you who don't know, Godzilla movies are kind of broken into three separate categories. There's chronologically three different eras, they're called. Yep. The first one, Godzilla looks goofy as fuck. <laughs> yep. Those are my favorite, though. The first, that was the Showa. I guess they're many iterations. For sure. There's a lot of different costumes and stuff. <laughs> He's got the googly eyes or the, or the Jack Torrance face going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Showa one. That's what we did in our last episode. If you haven't yep. checked that out, definitely, definitely check it out. How do you pronounce this era? Hasey? Hasey or Hasey? Maybe Chris, something. It's just like the monsters. You can pronounce them different ways. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> it's H-E-I-S-E-I, -E -E right? Correct. Yep. Um, but that's the next movies. It's essentially the Godzilla movies that start around 1984, 1985, and it goes to... Uh, 1994, 1995. And the movies in that series are The Return of Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Biollante, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, Godzilla vs. Mothra, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, and Godzilla vs. Destroy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some good ones here, so uh, I, let's let's kick it off. We got the first one, has a, like most of them, has a couple different titles. <laughs> Return of Godzilla, Godzilla 1985. 85 is the one that I grew up with. Is that the one yeah, you guys saw? Yeah, same. This was the first one I ever saw, and we talked oh, about really? it. Oh, really? Yeah, we talked about it in the first episode. This is the first one I ever saw, and it was freaky. It's a good one. And it's, the the, the I remember this is one of like the most... Um, standout cover arts in my mind i first saw it on ta on vhs tape it was at the store and it's got like you know the, the the word godzilla on the bottom with a city that's like exploding and crumbling in the middle and then a big ass godzilla looming over it and it's still that specific image i'm looking at it right now it's one of my favorite godzillas ever he looks so cool except he does have little vampire fangs even when he closes his mouth he's got little <laughs> dracula teeth sticking out yeah um but it's, I thought that was such a cool suit, and I remember as a kid being like, oh, Godzilla looks cool now. Let's see what happens now. And then I put it in and was scared out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you want to take over? What, what, what do you, what do you, how does this movie start? I had the, the same thing, because it was scary in the beginning when you see it as a kid, because there's jump scares of these like bug creatures. They're like Godzilla parasites on a boat, Yeah, and it comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You go on the boat find dead guys to what i remember mm -hmm. and then bugs come down and attack and they yeah. attack the guy gets bloodied up yeah yep. they're like giant pill bugs they're weird looking huge yeah they're huge watch like, yeah. huge so, they're bigger than a like a basketball they're and they the, he's yeah. looking around this guy goes on a boat that he finds like a ship and he's looking around it and there's signs of damage he starts to see signs of struggle maybe some blood and then like as the worst part for me, man, as he's walking, he kind of like walks, it's almost like an over-the-shoulder shot, but he walks into it and starts walking. Camera follows him a little bit, and as he walks by, this dead person's hand just falls into frame. And like you said, it's a jump scare. And like my entire body, I just watched this recently as a 36-year-old. 
I was I knew that that was coming, but I wasn't <laughs> sure where. I still get scared because my brain's like, yeah, we're here for a Godzilla fight. You're like, no, dead bodies. And you're like, and they're jumping out of you. It's like that head popping out of the boat and Jaws. Yes, that's a great, great comparison. But at least Jaws as a film, you're it's trying to scare you. Like it's yeah. about being eaten by a shark. Godzilla is not about e- being eaten by a dinosaur. It's about watching a dinosaur fuck up another dinosaur and ruin everyone's lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not typically scary. No. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, then this guy, the, these parasite, one of these parasites, I think we first see it coming down the wall behind him and he doesn't know, which in itself is kind of a creepy shot. Yeah. And then it jumps on him, attacks him and he's like wrestling around with it. And you're like, <laughs> it's the first time in a Godzilla movie where I was not bored by a person. <laughs> Godzilla looks pretty good in this movie. The destruction is top notch. It's a little slow, but I, I love all the the smashing in this. Like there's a lot of really cool moments and just like the color in it is really vibrant. Like it just looks really cool. Interesting. Yeah. It's gonna be a little slow because like another reintroducing of Godzilla where he's not fighting anything. Exactly. And I believe this is another one of those movies that pretends that no other movies except the first one happened. Um, or does this even pretend that the first? No, this they know it might Godzilla. be a direct sequel from Gojira. I think it is. Raymond Burr is actually in it too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, old so man Burr. Old right. man Burr. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the that's what the Japanese called it. They're like, let's call old man Burr and see if he can come back in this one. Still looking pencils and taking notes on Godzilla. Yeah. Um, so I just watched the. I guess there's two versions. Apparently, I just watched the Japanese one, which does not have Raymond Burr. And I guess there's a. I haven't. I got to look into it more and see what the difference is. But I heard the tone of this one is way more serious. Than the American one. It's way more dark. That being said, Chris, you said it takes a while to get started. In my notes, I wrote that as boring. (laughs) (laughs) It's real scary at the beginning, but then you really wait a while to see Godzilla. Godzilla comes out, fucks some shit up. There's no monsters in this movie other than Godzilla. So it's just him fighting humans. He fucks up some stuff. The suit, I think, looks great. Then there's a close-up for, like a puppet for close-up shots less great. It looks cool if it's not moving, but every time it moves, it just looks like a one-armed little person inside controlling everything at the same time. <laughs> it just, it, it's a little hokey looking, but it still is okay. The suit is great. The miniatures are fucking unreal. It There's a train scene really in this. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty yep. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple really, and that, but that's the holy thing. I feel like, again, this is one of those movies that when you're watching a Godzilla movie, with the possible exception of the first one, you just want to see monsters fucking shit up. Yep, and true. this movie exposition to fucking shit up ratio is way slanted. Yeah. Um, It's because he is slower from what I remember. It's yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of, and he's just walking around. This one does have something, I believe it's called the X one, which is this new, like cool ship. Oh yeah. And I don't want to tell you guys about all of my showering and stuff habits, (laughs) but I used to play King Kong and Godzilla in the shower and pretend that the soap was the X one. So like as the X one was like flying around me, I was getting clean. I would pretend that I was fighting. Well, I think that's a good segue into the next movie in the Heesey series. We get everyone's favorite clairvoyant, botanical, genetic engineering, corporate espionage Godzilla movie. Also life. (laughs) Godzilla versus Biollante. This is a good one. This is 1989, which I was actually surprised when I did the research because it was like, it looks later yes. when you watch it. It looks a little mm-hmm. bit, everything looks a little bit more sophisticated about and it. And the reason this was a good segue is because this movie introduces the Super X2. Mm-hmm. That's which right. Which, is, and it comes into play later also. Yeah. The X2 is one of the Heesey series like favorite vehicles. 
They were, yeah, it's like their main combat against Godzilla for yeah. a bit. How and, well does it work? <laughs> uh, it, it holds its own for like one scene. Take a shot or two. That's it. <laughs> so Godzilla versus Biollante. I just watched this movie and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, um, let's hear. So it's super weird. It it turns out that this was a contest in Japan because they were like, mm-hmm. "Hey guys, we're going to retire Godzilla," and they were like, "No." Come on, man. Like, you just did Godzilla 1985, and that was awesome. Return of Godzilla. We need more Godzilla. And they're like, well, we're out of ideas. What do you guys got? And so they had, like, a competition, a fan fiction competition, and people sent in ideas for what Godzilla could do. And a dentist sent in this idea that he said he got while thinking about what would happen if his daughter died. And I was like, holy shit. Damn. Now, let me ask you guys a question. If somebody said to you, write me a Godzilla story. What would you be thinking about? Dead daughter. <laughs> I mean, no, no contest. <laughs> I mean, I would be thinking about smashing buildings. People might say explosions. People might say destruction. I don't think anybody would be like, I'm going to draw from the de- the hypothetical death of my daughter to write this script. So like this movie has some serious weight to it about a movie where Godzilla fights This was the one man in the world who was like, Godzilla movies don't have enough exposition. Yes. I need shit to be a little bit deeper. And the director didn't want to make a Godzilla movie. He wanted mm. to do a James Bond movie. So this movie is full of like weird corporate espionage going on the whole time. <laughs> it is it is very strange. It starts out this guy and his daughter have some G-cells and they're working with them to create like an anti-nuclear energy bacteria and some terrorists these corporate spies blow up the lab and kill his daughter and he's super bummed about it and you know most people are like well okay that sucks they grieve they move on but what does this guy do splices the genes of godzilla cells and his daughter into a rose oh it's dead daughter i thought it was dead wife it's been forever since i watched yeah it's his daughter so now he has these genetic roses that are like part godzilla genes and part dead daughter cells was his was his idea to make something to terrorize things or was <laughs> no. he just trying to make a rose that it, that had his daughter's like dna in it forever but when it mixes with the g cells it doesn't go so well and it turns into a giant giant like rose monster with tentacles everywhere mm-hmm. and the whole time godzilla who has been trapped inside of the volcano is like stirring and then of course this is the movie that has like a psychic in it and she's all like, I can feel Bringing Godzilla. In the yeah. She can feel Godzilla. And like Biolante, this big rose plant's like, yo, Godzilla. And they have like a mental link and they show up and start beating the shit out of each other. And this plant can throw down. You're like, well, this is gonna be stupid. He's gonna like fry this plant. But like it is solid fight scenes. And that's the best mm-hmm. part about this movie. There's a lot of bullshit talking, a lot of bullshit about genetic engineering and corporate espionage. But when this plant and this giant lizard throw down, it is an awesome fight scene. And I love that Godzilla is not, um, he will not hesitate to bitch slap a rose slash dead girl. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, hey, I was fucking sleeping <laughs> in this volcano. You woke me up. <laughs> if you're big, I'm going to fight you. Yes. <laughs> Must be this tall to fight. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of weird product placement in this movie. There's all these moments where guys will be like drinking a can and it'll be like aimed directly at the camera and then they turn it back to take a sip and you're like, why are you holding a can like that? Who holds cans like that? What are you doing? That's because the uh, the daughter of a Pepsi executive died <laughs> and, they... and he sliced her jeans into a can. <laughs> <laughs> and then this movie has the Super X2. And, and what does the Super X2 do, Chris? I'm trying to think of exactly what it does. The only what, the memories I'm having of these, yeah, it opens up at the front 
and Godzilla blasts the atomic ray at it and it can reverse it. Yeah. Hits him with the same blast. Yeah, it can catch the beams and spit them back. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty good idea. It holds up for like one like little battle and then that like, needs oh, to no, cool but down. <laughs> yeah. It can't take any damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if Godzilla hits it, we are fucked. It's pretty funny. There's a lot of psychic shit in it. I love this moment where they're like, all of our psychic kids are having weird dreams. And you're like, where are all these psychic kids coming from? They go in this classroom with like, kids, show the picture of your dreams. And they all hold up pictures of Godzilla. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And there's, this is the, the psychic thing and the psychic kids become a, a thing that, yeah. that, that happens throughout this whole series. Oh, yeah. Psychics and all the rest of them, at least in this yeah, series. it's big. It's big. This yeah. has all the G cells. This introduces like that Godzilla has cells that can do really magic shit. Um, so they got the G cells. They got the, this is like the early formations of like the G force. Everything has G written on it. G G G. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. This movie has rad music. Just like freaking rad. You guys want to hear a second of it? Yeah, but I want uh, I want to hear you do it first. Okay, it goes bum 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 bum. It's it starts out like the original Godzilla music, and you're like, okay, cool, cool, and then like wailing shred guitar, guitar comes in, yeah, oh yeah, because they were like, I'm glad I heard you do it first. Let's hear what it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like like a eight bit video game. Like the yeah. intro music to the Godzilla, to the 80s Godzilla video one game. One player, two player. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one player selected. You always wanted to be Godzilla, but if you were too late, then you had to be Angulus. You're like, oh, was it Ang- <laughs> oh yes. I'm always Angulus. <laughs> <laughs> you got the smaller sibling syndrome. Oh, always Angulus. Why do I got to be Moth for every time? <laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy guitar riffs going over like a, a version like a remix of the original Godzilla theme certainly was taking liberties oh yeah it, it rocks and I'm like wow impressed this movie's like shredding its balls off <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the end fight scene is freaking rad Godzilla gets like filled with the energy anti-nuclear energy and he just face plants into the ocean and then Biolante is like I've done my job and turns into all these like sparkly dust and floats up into the sky and while it's doing that the dead daughter's face just appears in the clouds like super <laughs> cheese super like a cheese. Teletubbies well, episode before that it starts out as a giant almost like tree like stationary rose and right. it turns into the most badass looking it's like Godzilla alligator yeah tentacle monster that has Godzilla faces on it it's yeah. fucking huge too it's kind of thing-esque right yes. little John Carpenter thing-esque yeah. or it's Big like time. not necessarily has and a now, solid now form. I see why it has so many teeth because it was designed by a dentist <laughs> yeah <laughs> apparently the original script though it's funny because it's like the director was like hey you won the competition now I'm going to butcher your script because this is terrible but he kept in the, the plant part and kept in the dead daughter part <laughs> they changed the name though it's called Godzilla vs. Biolante the dentist wanted to call it Godzilla Delivers by Cuspidolante. <laughs> <laughs> dentist jokes. It's the only one that there is. There's no other dentist. Brace <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Just tooth plugs for this shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely a fun one. But this has been constantly regarded very highly in Japan and in America. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's in a lot of people's top five. There's a lot of talking in it, but the monster's pretty cool, and it's one of the only movies where he only appears once. Oh, the, the monster only appears. Biolante's yeah. only in this movie. Yeah. I think it also has a little bit of that underdog syndrome where you're like, the one-liner of like, Godzilla fights a half-giant rose, giant dead girl thing, and you're like, 
how cool could that be? But no, the monster looks awesome. The fighting yeah. is cool. The suits look good. The miniatures look good. It's definitely like it's definitely a solid entry in the series. They have dinner at one point in the Godzilla Memorial Lounge, and it's like a big piece of concrete with his footprint smashed through it, and that's like the window, the roof, like skylight is the footprint of Godzilla yeah. using like the bombed out stuff. It's that's re- pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, mm. I want that. I don't think a dentist thought of that. No, he did not. That's a good one. The next movie, though, I got to say, the next movie gets shit on a lot. I love it. And I just it's saw great. it for the first time. Yeah. I love it. Uh, this is Godzilla vs. King Ghidra, King Ghidorah. It's 1991. This is the time travel one, if you've ever heard anyone bitch about time travel in Godzilla movies. This movie is bananas weird. And like the plot is so confusing. I think even for the people who made this movie, like halfway through their movie, they're like, Wait, what are you trying to do? No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, you know why it's so confusing? What? Because it was just a dental assistant who wrote this one. (laughs) (laughs) It was that chick that cleans your teeth before the dentist looks in your mouth. He's like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Do you want bubble gum or mint? Yeah, that's why. (laughs) It's all the fuck over the place. And like, granted, I, I think I'm not a writer, but I think time travel is probably something difficult to write. This movie is just like... Oh, I, I don't know how to explain it. All right. It's all over the place. So yeah. it starts with a UFO. A UFO is seen over Japan and everybody's like, oh my God, a real UFO. And the UFO lands. And of course, like everybody's like, oh, we got to go talk to the UFO. Mm. And we meet the main character who's a reporter. And they're like, did you see the UFO? And he's like, I'm a serious reporter now. I don't want to talk about a UFO. I want to go talk to my drunk grandpa who says he saw a dinosaur in World War II. And it's like, that's a legitimate journalist sure, right yeah. there. <laughs> So he goes to talk to old crazy dude who saw a dinosaur and everybody else in their right mind goes to look at the UFO. And what happens at the UFO? They come out, they're holograms, right? Yeah, they're holograms Mm. from the future. Two of them are super American looking. The main guy's name is Wilson. Way to go, (laughs) Wilson the future man. (laughs) (laughs) And they're human. They look human. They don't look like aliens or anything different. They have weird, almost like Futurama-esque future clothes on. It's actually, I love the wardrobe design. It's actually a really... (laughs) <laughs> you're laughing at me uh, yeah. I think it's a really subtle thing because it looks like future clothes but it's not like look future clothes <laughs> but what this movie is like is look special effects from the future <laughs> yes. they love showing off these cheesy ass special effects it's like them mm-hmm. teleporting or them being holograms and they like love showing it over and over again the teleporty effect that they do is like really cheesy it's like six million dollar man where like they're running in slow-mo which is like <laughs> flying forward oh yeah oh, oh there's a guy a scene with a guy who runs really fast in this and it's the same thing it's like bionic woman or million dollar man or six million dollar man where he's like running really <laughs> slow fast yeah. but then there's also it'll in the same sequence it'll cut to him clearly on a rolly board being pulled moving his arms like he's running but, but not the rest of his yeah. body yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like really <laughs> slow too yeah really it's slow. really in- it's interesting but like fuck i don't know what future robots run like so wilson and the fu- <laughs> wilson and the future group come and they're like hey earth do you mind if we change your timeline and they're like what and they're like hey can we just like fuck up your timeline because in the future godzilla destroys everything and we want to fix that and they don't even think about it for a second they're like hmm okay now, who do you want to take in the past? You want to take some soldiers? You want to take it? They're like, no. We want to take this guy who wrote a book that we found. And it turns out awesome. to be our favorite journalist who is currently talking to crazy old vet man who says during World War II, a dinosaur saved them from American forces. And it's heavily implied that mm. the dinosaur is Godzilla, right? Possibly. And the book that they have that he wrote in the past that they have in the future basically details this plot. 
And so they're like, okay, we want to stop Godzilla. So we're going to erase Godzilla from history. So we're going to go back in time to stop this dinosaur from becoming Godzilla because they say he gets irradiated by the nuclear bomb tests. Now, what type of Godzilla, what type, uh, now what type of dinosaur, what species of dinosaur do they think this is called? Is it a T-Rex? No. It is Godzillasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dental assistant. <laughs> it was probably spelled wrong in the script. Too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they want it. They really lay into. Look, his head's smaller than a T Rex. Can't be a T Rex. His arms are bigger than. T- like, okay, we get it. You just invented a dinosaur for it the looks movie. Just like it. You know what it looks like? It looks like a suit. When you see it, you finally see it. It looks like a suit of a T-Rex stop-motion puppet from the 30s. That's how it's, like, proportioned. Yes. It's pretty cool and everything. It doesn't look <laughs> like Godzilla-ish. Oh. But, like, okay, Godzilla-saurus, we gotta go back in time to kill it. When are they gonna go back in time to kill it? Like, right now. No, but, point. like, when, they're going back at what point in the timeline? Oh, t- to World <laughs> like War right II. right now. They're yeah. leaving today. <laughs> today. <laughs> they go back in time to... 1940, like, in the 1940s. Yeah, World War II, during a huge battle at this island. And it's the same battle where this dude that he was talking to was at and saw the dinosaur. They get on the spaceship that's going to go back in time. They meet an android. His name's M11. He's a super white dude. And they're like, M11, you're an android? And he just looks at him and goes, yes, I am. And he's like, okay. Going to explain that? You're going to show us? They're like, nope. He's an android. You're like, all right. Okay. I can only show you how fast I can run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just like, run over there and let me see. So they get on the ship and they meet a fun, fun little creature. The Dorats. Hell yeah. What do the Dorats look like? Popples. Do you remember Popples? <laughs> <laughs> they were little. Hey, little... Popples from Futurama? No, no. That's uh, <laughs> that's Poppers. <laughs> Popples were little teddy bears that had like a little kangaroo pouch but on their back and you would literally grab them twist the shit out of them turn them inside out and then it would just be this like fluffy plush pouch and then you kept like you could pop them back and forth they were oh, called popples I, think I do remember those that's what this looked like the Dorats um, a Dorat essentially yeah flying it would be like a popple with fleshy wings yeah it yeah. had little fleshy wings there were three of them yeah okay little heads they had little troll hair like the yeah. little stick them up hair. Little green control hair, yeah. Yeah, and then they had like little orangish bodies with scales and they had wings and little two little feet, I think. I think they had tails. And when they when they asked like what are the Dorats for? They're like to keep us company in case we get trapped in time. They said like, that. They said be, like for morale. And you're like, "Oh, cool. Great. We have fucking plush like we could have brought a teddy bear. Why do we have to feed these things?" It's now? like the office you break dogs to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our office. <laughs> Like that door had to shit on the floor. Like, eh, yeah, uh, he does that it. sometimes. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, the Dorats are there. They travel back in time. They're in World War II, and we get to meet the worst actors I've ever seen in a Godzilla movie, and that's saying a lot <laughs> for Godzilla movies. The American soldiers in this movie are atrocious. So yeah, they time travel back to a point before this big battle yeah. where the Japanese were defending an island that just so happened to have this Godzilla Saurus on it. And as the story goes, the Americans were beating the Japanese, but then with the help of this fucking dinosaur, yeah. the Americans were repelled. And they weren't sure if the Godzilla Saurus was helping the Japanese because he was helping them or just because the Americans were in his way and fucking his shit yeah. up. But we Song get to first. see some of that battle, which is like kind of cool. Kind of cool. But yeah. again, they, like right off the bat, when they come out of space time, like they're not cloaked or anything and the Americans see them and they go, is that a spaceship? Should we call somebody? No, I don't want to do all that paperwork. You can just keep this between us and then you can tell your son about it when he's older. 
Sergeant Spielberg. Yep. <laughs> and they try to like insinuate that Jurassic Park is like <laughs> Jurassic Park, E.T., Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yep. And the best is I don't know if you remember this, but those two guys, I don't know if each actor was ridiculously gay or if they were written that way, but like they all but slap each other on the bottom as yeah, they act, the like walk time. out of frame. Which, like, I don't care. Everyone can be gay, but I don't know if that was a dig at the American Navy or what, but, like, it's it looks willful. It wasn't like they said, we just cast the two best actors for the part. It looks like they were like, hmm, how can we make the Navy look stupid? <laughs> <laughs> so the, there's a big battle. The Americans are shooting the shit out of this Godzilla-saurus, and you're seeing, like... It's bleeding like fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh they they totally Alex Murphy the shit out of him. Oh, they totally. <laughs> yeah, there is even. I forgot about that. There's even a point where the American sergeant goes, nee, 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 nee. <laughs> "Mind if I zip this thing up?" Does it hurt? Does it hurt? <laughs> yeah, the dinosaur gets shot up, but still the the Americans have to retreat, right? Yeah, yeah. and then the Godzillasaurus clomps away and then like falls over in the jungle. Take that, you dino. <laughs> Take that, you dinosaur. Take that, you dinosaur. <laughs> All right, so my, one of my favorite lines of the movie, and I actually just forgot this till Rumi reminded me, is the Americans shoot the shit out of the dinosaur, right? And as the dinosaur gets really bloody, they celebrate like this. Take that, you dinosaur. <laughs> Take that, you dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) They say as they gently cup each other's balls. And I I bet you the other two actors were like, man, I'm glad that we played the the stupid Navy guy. Take that, you dinosaur. They're like, Henderson, get back downstairs. Start cleaning something. Told you not to yell at the enemy. (laughs) What was he saying? What did they say in the previous battle? (laughs) Take that, you humans. (laughs) They're the worst actors. It's hysterical. So then we have, I guess, like one of the most awesome and needless emotional cores of this movie is this man who walks up to the dinosaur and he's talking to it. Oh yeah. And he's like, thank you for saving us. And we'll try to like, do you proud and everything. And the Godzilla source does not give a fuck. Oh yeah. He salutes it. Oh yeah. They salute it. (laughs) Um, And yeah, all these guys are standing there and they're all like the, the whole Japanese army that was there is like, really sad that this dinosaur is dying and they're like yeah. we're gonna walk away from you now and hopefully you'll recoup <laughs> but now that the dinosaur's done the future people can get back to their tasks so the future mm-hmm. people are like we'll just move godzilla to underwater somewhere we'll just move him we're not going to kill him we're not going to disintegrate him we're just going to gently take him from this place and teleport him somewhere else gonna move him like a thousand feet yeah so they put him <laughs> in the bearing straight and they're like great we're done let's go but before they leave some secret Bullshit goes down. The sinister <laughs> plot. Yeah. Wicked. They drop the door hats off. Yeah. This is your new home. <laughs> <laughs> and the door, I feel bad. Like, those guys had to fend for themselves. Like Then Leela came and ate them all. <laughs> 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 so then they travel back to the future. Dun, 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 dun. And they get back to the future, and they're like, did we do it? And they're like, yes, Godzilla's destroyed. But now... There's a new problem. King Ghidra. And they're like, what? So now instead of Godzilla, King Ghidorah's been fucking shit up. And we kind of realized that these future people did that on purpose. They were like, we wanted to create a King Ghidorah. And it turns out that the Dorats were like mutated 
from the the bomb test, they're mutated together into the three-headed gold beast that we see today. And the future people want to do this because, like, com- countries have taken over and some countries got super powerful and shit like that. Because Japan in the future is a giant, like, imperialist nation that has bought other nations and taken over everything. So they want to j- j- destroy Japan now. So instead of trying to save future society by killing current Godzilla, we're creating current Ghidorah to destroy future Japan. Yes. <laughs> Even though I thought Japan was going to get destroyed by Godzilla anyway. True, true. But I, I, I guess to them, they're like, Godzilla protects Japan? Sometimes, yeah. You have a 50-50 shot. When, he, when you see that water start to bubble and bum, 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 when that head comes out of the water, bum, you get bum, a 50-50 shot whether he's here to help you or fuck your day up. <laughs> You're like, are there other monsters? Oh, he's going to help us. Is he by himself? <laughs> yeah. No. Like, shit, we did something bad. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So now they're like, well, what do we do? And they're like, well, we got that dinosaur we moved at the bottom of the ocean because apparently he can breathe water. And let's let's hit him with a, with a big nuclear sub. Let's hit him with one of those and turn him into Godzilla. And they're like, okay. But then they go looking for that dinosaur and like, he's not here. And then they're like, the psychic chick, she's back, goes, I sense Godzilla. And they're like, what? And it's like Godzilla was inevitable, and he uh, he was the dinosaur, but he got all the radiation from another source. I don't know if it's explained. The <laughs> nuclear sub is part... Th- this is one of those things that also has two explanations. Yes. Where, like, part of it was a nuclear sub, but part of it also was, I forget what... I, just a shit ton of radiation in the water? Yeah, just something some like regular that. radiation. So then, like, they're looking for the dinosaur the godzilla source that they're going to hit with the big giant like corporate nuke sub but it finds godzilla instead and like accidentally rams him and he absorbs all that radiation and becomes giant like gets oh if you touch the outside of a nuclear submarine boom boom. you're you're a godzilla (laughs) (laughs) too much radiation can i just say one thing about the psychic yeah and i might get some criticism for this but i don't give a shit i follow my heart the psychics, the main psychic's name in this movie, and she's in other movies, many, a couple, at least two or three other movies. Her name, her character name is Miki, and her name is Megumi Odeka. She got giant ears, but she looks <laughs> adorably cartoony goofy. <laughs> Look that shit up on IMDb. She's like the cutest little. I don't know, Mickey Mouse looking chick you've ever seen. She's got giant ears. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Godzilla almost fought her based on the size of her ears. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, proportionately though, you're all right. There's a moment in, is she, is she in Biollante? I think so. There's okay, a moment I'll, I'll where check. she's trying to like distract Godzilla. But, yeah, she's and they have like this, this like mental like showdown and mm-hmm. it exhausts her. But like Godzilla's like, nice ears. Yeah, he does. He's like, ah, uh, Godzilla doesn't even have ears, so imagine how envious he is. She was in Destroya, Space Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla 2, Godzilla vs. Mothra in 1982, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, Biollante. Yeah, she's in this whole, pretty much this whole series. Um, and I think she's cute. So, Megumi, if you're still alive, I know you're hearing this. <laughs> she's a fan of the show. Of course. She can't help but listen to it with those ears. So- <laughs> She's not a fan of the show anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
so Godzilla and, and Ghidorah are fighting. The future people are having their own infight because one of the future people is like, wait, I didn't know this was our plan. What the heck's going I think on? She was like the chief Dorat curator as I know, well. Like right? she was the one that was like, Where's the Dorats? And they're like, Oh, they're around and that the cage was like ominously clapping How open. How did she not know what was going on? Yeah, it was super weird. But then she like reprograms uh M eleven, the Android guy. And they're like, we need to escape. And they escape the spaceship, her and the android man, in the slowest laser battle ever. Like, they pull the trigger on this gun and the laser beam's like... And like just like, like the Moonanites. Oh gosh, blip. Blip. <laughs> slow as fuck. It's like, guys, have you seen Star Wars? You see how fast those lasers go? Could you not afford to make fast laser beams? And like, boo. It's just so slow. They used all their effects budget on that Pez dispenser. Chick 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 to take <laughs> yeah. all the god to transport everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so then he fights King King Ghidorah, and it's a badass fight. It it's is yeah. really rad. And this is actually pretty interesting because storytelling-wise, this movie opens in the future of its own movie, right? The movie opens with someone looking at footage from underwater of a destroyed King Ghidra, right? Yeah, he only has two heads, but he normally has. And they say Godzilla destroyed one of his heads and his wings are all fucked up. So you're like, when I started that one, I was like, wait, what was the last movie? Do I have to know why he's all fucked up? And then I realized what was happening. Now, Godzilla fucking kills Ghidorah in this fight. Oh, dude. Fries his head off. Yeah, fucks up, puts holes in his wings. Yeah, holes in his yeah. wings. He gets stamps him up, up, kills him, mm-hmm. and then throws him into the water. Is it the water? Oh yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. They both just drop down in there. And Hardcore. then that is the beginning. Uh, that, then that harkens back to the beginning of this movie, where the future people find him and they're like, "Well, we can rebuild." Yeah, because the people, the the M eleven and the the future chick is like, "Oh, we can rebuild Mecha Mecha Ghidorah in the future. We can." fix him and then send him back in time to fight Godzilla and I'm like wait what <laughs> they're like don't even worry about it bro just roll with it right like, it okay. gets confusing yeah. <laughs> it's like Godzilla only go back in time try to not make Godzilla create Ghidra so now you have Ghidra and Godzilla but then he gets fucked up and then it's kind of like I don't remember how much later, but it's pretty quick, and then it's like Mecha King Ghidra. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, like you guys have had this already built, future like bullshit, built right? in the future. Yeah, they pull like a, a Bill and Ted where they're like, if we think about doing it in the future, it'll just happen. <laughs> so yeah, the future people go to the future. They f- fix up Mecha Ghidorah. What does Mecha Ghidorah look like? What's he got going on? Well, you could see all like the previous destruction because now his middle head is just a big robot head, which Fuck is yeah. awesome. It's got, got like, a penis metal wings. inside. Yeah, he's got like. Chest plate thing with the grapple, the grapple hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. It's mm-hmm. almost like his. It's almost like his waist comes out like a belt and then grabs Godzilla. Yeah. And he shows up, and it's a really abrupt fight. Like Godzilla mm-hmm. lasers him a few times, and they they have a little rumble, and then he shoots him with the grappling hooks. It grabs Godzilla's arms and legs, and then his big belly opens up into a giant like, like. Uh, claw toy game thing and grabs Godzilla and then lifts him up into the air mm-hmm. and then they both just crash into the ocean and call it a day. Yeah. And then at the bottom of the ocean you just see Ghidorah lying there like kind of not moving and then Godzilla like sits up and is like ah. it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how I'd explain it but kind of. <laughs> kind of. It, it just ends really abruptly mm-hmm. for such a badass fight then you're like oh Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Oddly enough, the one about time travel actually ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
but as production wise, good monster. I mean, cool monsters. You you get at least two or three monsters. You have the door rats. Well, you have four monsters. You got Godzilla. You got Godzillasaurus. You got King Ghidorah. You got King Ghidorah. Mecha King Ghidorah. You got the door rats. Um, this is a cool suit, Godzilla. I actually like a lot of the suits in this series. Oh yeah, um, yeah. my favorite. We'll talk about it in a minute. But I, I like this suit a lot. They nailed down the close ups on his face too. Where you only see the face that's really animated. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. It. For sure. And then that's a that's a crapshoot in, in this franchise. Some of those close up puppets or a close-up you know animatronic heads of Godzilla some of them are shitty some of them are okay and some of them kill it this is a pretty good one <laughs> we glossed over the I don't know what te- technically what his rank was but the the guy in charge of the Japanese army back in the 40s who saluted oh, yeah. Godzillasaurus he's the guy in the current time that is always talking about Godzilla and he's like this rich guy and yeah. he's got a, you know an empire that he built on being saved by Godzilla and when Godzilla finally comes back and is fucking shit up and fighting Ghidorah and stuff he goes to the top of his penthouse office building to look out the window and salute Godzilla and yep. what does Godzilla do in return boom smashes his building he just fucking radiation <laughs> breasts radiates, this whole yeah. top like it was almost like he's aiming like it shows you a shot of the guy like an over shoulder of the guy looking out the window at Godzilla's face oh yeah and like it's almost like Godzilla saw him acknowledged him and was like I wanted to fucking blow you away 70 years ago (laughs) boom and he just blows a hole right through the building it's pretty ballsy you never see Godzilla like look at one fucking person and be like not yeah he had an eye to eye battle with this guy yeah yeah We'll Although, uh, jump, jumping back real quick, there was a drunk guy in 1985 who keeps seeing Godzilla and yelling at him, and Godzilla leaves him alone. I don't know if, like, in the movie it's portrayed as Godzilla doesn't really see him, but maybe you just got to, like, put Godzilla in his place. <laughs> but if you, like, count out to him and be like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, there's a drunk guy, like, pillaging shit in 85, and he's like, get out of here, you big bully. You can't come in here like you own the place, and Godzilla walks away. <laughs> He's like, take that, you dinosaur. Yeah, but if you go up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I Dude, I can't wait till I shoot a dinosaur one day because that's the first. I'm like, that's going to be loaded in the chamber forever until I kill a dinosaur. I'm going to use it for times it's completely not appropriate. <laughs> take that, you dinosaur. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> So that brings us to the next movie. This is 1992's Godzilla versus Mothra. We're bringing back the Mothra into the modern era of Godzilla. This movie's interesting. I mean, Mothra's always a tough sell, but this one, he's really he's really pretty, man. Those big wings, all those colors. She's, she's really pretty. pretty. Oh, my bad. My <laughs> Did bad. we both say that at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Will you call yourself a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Was Mothra always a girl or just in this series? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Matsuda. Yeah. Matsuda. <laughs> <laughs> I will stop there before it gets racist. <laughs> One thing is in this in this series, you definitely start to see more sophisticated costumes and puppets and, and, and props and stuff. So mm-hmm. although they still can't get flying right, flying still looks like things on strings because you see the strings. Yeah. But like yeah. as a kid and as a thirty six year old adult, don't give a shit. That they're gigantic too. Mm-hmm. The things are big. It's yeah. as big as a man in a suit. Giant suit. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of get the scale down, right? Like, I feel like yeah. when you see those things moving, you buy that they're big. And, like, there's mm-hmm. a certain amount of uh, practical trick photography that goes into that that I think they kind of nail. Like, very rarely do you think it looks bad. A lot of times, I think when you fuck with scale, there's nuances that your eye and your brain can pick out. Mm. And not that, like, 
Godzilla movies or anything that should necessarily be studied by science, but like most of them, you're like, okay, I buy that 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 giant lizard is bigger than that. I buy that that yeah. moth is bigger than that building mm-hmm. for the most part. For the most part. So this movie's interesting. So we have a new villain appears, a new creature mm-hmm. um, named Batra. 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 Batra's kind of like a evil Mothra. I suppose it looks like an evil moth, even though they call it a. Bat. Well, the name's mm. bat, but it's not really a bat. No, it's certainly still a bug of some kind. I mean, it has like wings, like a like a butter, like a. It moth looks or like something. an evil Mothra. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, cool. Dark and red, and it's like just pointy and evil looking. And we get to Mothra's Island. Mothra's Island is very, you know, has been in a bunch of movies because there's the <laughs> two little the two little mini twins that in this movie get a different name. They're called the Cosmos. Oh, yeah. And there's a new Mothra egg to birth a new Mothra. And these companies are like, we want that shit. So they steal the egg <laughs> and they steal the cosmos. And Batra shows up and Godzilla and Batra fight. Batra, they fight underwater. That's kind of a cool scene. Yeah, that's, what, that's the larva stage of Batra. Yeah. Oh, see, this one I haven't seen yet. Although I do know that Batra has his own two little girls, but they're like super goth. <laughs> <laughs> Batra! <laughs> You're not wrong. That would be is that, that's not true, is it? That'd be so cool. I'm, ima- I'm imagining it's like the two Martha girls are like on one thing, and then they like they're singing their song, and then they hear like and they like look over, and it cuts to like just two kids and got like two chicks in goth paint. One's got long hair, one's got like short but stick them up hair, yeah. and they're looking at the Martha chicks like. What? What? What do you want? <laughs> They're gonna fuck you up. And then <laughs> sing the Mothra song. Sing it like the Mothra girls. Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The black little the black metal Mothra. That'd be so cool. Yeah. All right, but tell us what really happens. <laughs> well, basically, they the. Corporation steals the little girls, and Mothra, as we know, hates that shit. So he comes, and then Godzilla shows up. Godzilla beats the shit out of Batra, and then Godzilla fights both of them, and then he ruins Batra, and then he fights Mothra. It's it's weird. There's so it's like Godzilla fights Batra, Batra fights Mothra, then they all fight, and then Godzilla's the bad guy at the end because Batra and Mothra like team up to get rid of him. And then they end up destroying a meteoroid that's going to destroy Earth. And well, that's nice of them. Like while they were there. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, it. I don't know. It's confusing. I mean, there's some cool scenes. Mothra looks cool, but overall, like this one definitely isn't as good as the previous three movies that were in this series. This one's definitely kind of like a. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna blame that on Mothra because I. <sighs> I mean, I guess I'd rather watch something with Mothra in it than not watch a giant monster movie, but I don't... I'm always like, fuck. I always like the original Mothra movie a lot, but his later iterations, like, unless... When he's the focus, you're just kind of like, you're fighting a giant moth. Can't you just defeat him with a giant bug zapper, just like a giant glowing electrical tower? And he's like, oops. <laughs> well, Mothra's typically really fragile, too. Always gets messed up by Godzilla's, like, first beam. Could, like, fry the wings and shit. Yeah, you'd think that the wings is definitely a weak point, right? Yeah. Like, I would definitely go for that in a second. Because, like, one of her main attacks is, like, the, the sleep dust and, like, paralysis shit. Just, like, big flammable monster. And, f- like, flying fat. Like, she does she even have any, like, long-range long attacks? I mean, she in shoots the video, In Nintendo video shit. games, she did. 
Hmm. She shoots those webs and shit. Can she as a flyer do that or just the larva? Oh. Right? I don't know. Because I know there's there's been two two larvae in some of the other like Battle Royale movies that, yeah. that can shoot shit. And the larva holds its own, man. Yes, for yeah. sure. Surprisingly, surprisingly for a large... Caterpillar thing? Yeah. Gross. Caterpillar! <laughs> so then the next movie comes and we have Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2. Awesome. The throwdown mm-hmm. continues. Now, the weird thing about this, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla happened the movie and then there's terror mecha godzilla and then this one is godzilla versus mecha godzilla 2 which is a sequel to the original mecha godzilla movie mm. but not the new one which is super bizarre this is a cool yeah. one too and i like i like godzilla period but and i guess i don't have a preference but in this one he's the bad guy which is interesting because that makes i mean not not even by default but mecha godzilla is the good guy they built him to defend against Regular Godzilla, mm-hmm. biological Godzilla, <laughs> yeah, Biozilla. And while they're building, while the United Nations is building Mecha Godzilla, they find a Petrodon egg, mm-hmm. which becomes the new Rodan. They call him they call him something slightly different, but it is Rodan. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, they find the egg and they find an open egg. So they're like they're trying to steal the the humans. I mean, I'll say in steal because I know what stealing is, but they're trying to like research it or whatever. So they're trying to take the egg away. And Rodan starts flying around them and is like, no, don't take that egg. I don't know if it's my baby or my brother, but don't take it. Then he lands on this like giant rock precipice and he's like ready to fight the humans. And Godzilla, and I think one of the coolest introductions in this entire franchise is in this movie, there's just this bubbling in the water of the sea next to this precipice that Rodan is sitting on. And his fucking radiation beam just blasts from underwater blows fucking Rodan off the rock and then Godzilla emerges. And it's like so cool. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> and I wonder like was he sleeping there watching this shit and then fried it or did he like run over underwater and it's like ooh. Pew! Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool though. It's, it's cool. It looks good. This is my favorite suit of this whole series. At least oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the only one in this series I haven't seen is the one we just did a Godzilla Mothra. But in this one I just like the way everything looks. I really like his facial sculpt. I like how it works and everything. Um, but I thought that was just a cool fucking bitchin' intro to just like, this is gonna be Godzilla being a badass this yeah. whole movie. Is this the one where they find the baby Godzilla? Oh, it is. Yeah. Which they refer to the whole movie as baby. Oh, yeah. This is when they find out that Godzilla has two brains. Yes, that's true. One in his head, one is his booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a waist brain that's in the middle of his thing and for some reason they can kill him or stop him by going to that one. This is where we get the, this is the penultimate, like the pinnacle of the G unit. <laughs> like everything. Oh, everything G, yeah. G crusher, the the G force, the G team, like the G psychics, like everything in this is G. G. Oh, and where they stand, where there's a special spot where they stand to shoot at him called the G spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second brain. They got to find the G spot. Yeah, yeah it's tough to find though. You got to get in there. Um <laughs> There's more psychic bullshit in this one. There's actually a spot, a part in this movie. It's one of my favorite scenes in this movie. They have baby. Yep. They have baby like in a warehouse in this giant like in ca- caged in enclosure where they've made it look like a little island for him to walk around. Mm. And baby's cool. Baby like just looks at people and hangs out. And this woman, I think it's the um, one of them is the psychic woman. One of them is the main character woman in this one. And some guy who's like this. The guy is the pilot of the X two. 
yeah. with the two guns on it, mm-hmm. which they hint at can link to Mecha Godzilla. But he wants to be in his flying thing. He doesn't think Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla is as cool. He wants to be in this little flying thing. Mm. But he's like this crazy inventor who's stuck with inventing shit. And him and these two chicks are hanging out with baby and the enclosure, and they're talking to him shit, and he doesn't care what they're saying, but he's being cool about it. And the guy's like, <laughs> wait, look what I built. And he fucking opens up this suitcase, which turns into like a, almost like a Batman gyrocopter, but it's styled to look like a pterodactyl or like a pterodon. And he like flies around this warehouse before he crashes due to his negligence in building. But like, <laughs> name, name one thing you shouldn't fly over. Small children. A Godzilla, yeah. right? Like, I mean, like, why? And it's a warehouse. There, it, it, like, the way they've showed us, there's other places he could have been flying, but like, he's flying over this cage. Now, granted, God's baby Godzilla seems docile, but like, what if you could crash into it with a helicopter? Yeah. Does he still not eat you? <laughs> then, after that scene, the door of the warehouse opens, and this woman walks in with all the children who are the psychic children. Yeah. Who we've, it's been established in this movie, too, that they're in a prior scene. But, Rumi, you were talking about them in an, in an earlier movie in this series, too. Yeah, Biolante so, introduces the psychic wonder kids. Yeah, just the uh, village of the damned of Japanese. <laughs> and the, these girls all walk in, and they go... The, this woman just walks in. You're like, okay, first of all, we have established by now in the movie that Godzilla is looking for baby Godzilla. Yeah. Mm. Is there secure? I mean, are, are the security just looking for people over two stories tall and like children are just allowed to waltz into this? Everybody's national- just looking up. Yeah, all the guards <laughs> are looking up. Yeah, so the children can just infiltrate. Like these kids just walk into what should be a national security situation, right? Yeah. Mm. And with the important business of the children have learned a song to sing to baby. The song does not sound like human words, not even Japanese words. It's just noises which wakes Godzilla up. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and Rodan. It wakes Godzilla, Rodan, and Baby the whole time is like, uh, stop singing that song. Baby flips out and starts slashing himself against the cage. And like everyone's just like, oh, okay, let's leave. That's no. the equivalent but, of like having a daycare center at Area 51, like right next to the room where they keep all the frozen dead bodies. And you're allowed to <laughs> let the, the kids go sing to the bodies. <laughs> and they're singing a song that we have established by now does something to the creatures. WTF. I mean, I don't understand. Bodies are stirring. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla's like, oh man, are you singing a shitty song to my kid? Fuck yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't want him listening to that. <laughs> Godzilla's that mean dad who's like, what are you listening to? What are you? Oh, you listen to those goth mother chicks again? And he takes the CD and s- just smashes it. Batra bash. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't like the message that's sending you. We're sleeping. That shit happens. This is one of those movies, though, that I feel like actually has a good ratio of jibber jabber and stupid plot exposition mm. to guy and suit action, which is never a bad time. Oh, mm. and it's it's a pretty cool Mecha Godzilla. He's got a shit ton of weapons. Yeah, uh, missing one or two from the the old ones from the Showa series, but he's got some cool new ones. And it's like he doesn't have a Godzilla skin on. No, he doesn't. Which he's is kind of it's like metal. He, that's, uh, that was kind of so cool. cool yeah. Although Terror of Mecha Godzilla didn't either, right? It was just the first yeah. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. But this is pretty cool. The miniatures look good. This is where he has like the drill fist thing that like puncture. He can punch through Godzilla with it a little bit, right? He's got like these like. Maybe. He might be because he used to be able to spin his hands around. Yeah. He had the finger missiles and he could spin his hands around. This one, he's got stuff like where his Wolverine claws should be, and he can. Oh, it's like an electrocution yeah. thing. Yeah, he's got a belly button gun. I believe they call it a plasma <laughs> cannon, but I'm going to call it a belly button gun. 
and it, and it opens up it like irises open kind of like a camera lens and then pew pew mm. pew shoots him he's got they got paralyzing missiles that do not work if you judge him by the name yeah but they kick the shit out of him first well and he fucks up rodan real good yeah uh mm. godzilla does well they're all fighting at the and, end at yeah. the end oh the end is a really cool pretty pretty much like a battle royale between the three of them mm. oh but and x2 right x2, x2 comes back in there in. but rodan doesn't make it out of this movie alive. He dies, but before he dies, he's got a gift. He likes to he likes to dole out some party gifts. And, Is it a uh, Kenner proton pack? <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. He wishes to ghosts. <laughs> but he he decides to give some life force to Godzilla. Oh, that's because Godzilla had just been like killed. It Paralyzed. looked like he was yeah, dead. Yeah. But what does that what does that power give him though? When Rodan adds his energy to Godzilla's. He gives him the red beam. Got kind of just like more powerful fire blast. Now you hypothesize oh, right. that this might be what causes him to start overheating, overloading. Yeah, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's right, but I, that's what I think. Yeah, he definitely gets more powerful. So then he gets this like super red beam. Interesting. That, like fuck shit. Oh. Right, because historically his beam, you know, it's travels like up his back and yeah. then blows out the front. Yeah, it's like an electricity based super ion beam that's like nine million degrees. Is like something ridiculous they keep mentioning like the specs and you're like okay okay that's why the x ships can't take more than one or two <laughs> yeah exactly the crystal fucking melts but the end of the movie the psychic's like go go with godzilla baby and baby's like i don't want to and she's like do it and they take and like they basically just join hands and walk off into the ocean throws rocks at it like they don't want you here anymore <laughs> which is funny because if you and i thought about this and i don't know why i think about stupid shit like this but have you ever walked with like a toddler <laughs> and you're like, not only are you stupid because you're a toddler, but your legs are the size of my foot. So our gait is so different. It's tough to walk together. You have to slow down. Yeah, baby's baby. as tall as a person. Yeah, baby's six feet tall, say. Yeah. Godzilla yeah. is seven or eight stories tall. Yep. Imagine how fucking slow proportionately Godzilla must be walking. That's like if you were walking with like a 12 inch action figure. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, you know those little robots that are like joint, they're like battery control robots that are jointed at the waist and they move forward a little bit and then spin around. Yeah. Imagine if you had to walk a mile with one of those. Yeah. It's like one of the little three-inch Star Wars figures. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Think about what that would be like. I would just take my tail and just like boot that thing ten miles in front of me and be like, I'll catch up with you in a second. (laughs) I thought he was gonna pick him up. Like, doesn't that make sense? Or like ride on my tail or some shit like that. No, he's just gonna kick him down the street like a rock. Maybe hauls ass in the water. You just gotta get to the shore (laughs) and then swimmer. (laughs) (laughs) Just call an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings us to nineteen ninety four Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Mm. Or Godzilla with shoulder pads. <laughs> Dope shoulder pads. <laughs> That's true. He looks like Gary Glitter of the Godzilla world. <laughs> he comes down to Japan. He's like, this has to go. This has to go. This has to go. I'm putting crystals everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a good one. And it, this is cool, too, because and uh, Rumi, actually, you and I just talked to some, actually, we got to talk to some kids about villains and different types of villains. Yeah. One villain trope that's always really cool, I think, is like the anti- whatever right like you know the anti of whatever the bizarro or like you know the the um 
what's uh, opposite Flash's name? I mean, reverse Flash. Reverse Flash. Duh. Zoom. There's a couple. Yeah, like I like the of idea of like the evil or always like ter- like Mecha Godzilla, the yeah. Ro- yeah. evil ro- or evil robot version of yourself. This is kind of cool because Space Godzilla isn't exactly Godzilla, but it's like Space Godzilla. He's almost like an evil Godzilla. I think he's a little bit bigger and he's got all these fucking crystals. But essentially, he's still parts of Godzilla because the the G cell stuff. Got a got. Yeah, don't forget about the G cells. This movie yeah. is interesting because it starts with Mothra in space. Dropping all these little moth poops. G Mothra. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like I guess Mothra had Godzilla cells or Godzilla shit on her from a couple movies ago when she got Godzilla, and now she's in space dropping all these little things. One of which becomes this crystal, which flies to Earth, which is space Godzilla. But is that the only explanation this movie can give us for that? No, this movie also mentions something about Biolanti and his or her G cells and shit like that. And this movie actually gives like more than one it's like multiple choice it's like you choose your own beginning <laughs> it's like which do you want it to be part of biolanti or part of mothra either way space godzilla and it's godzilla flying with all these crystals on his back and his shoulders oh yeah when it's in the flying form there's like tons of crystals yeah, a lot it's of like crystals. crystals you think it would weigh him down yeah but oh no there's a lot of there's a lot of empty space inside the crystals yeah it's uh and they're aerodynamic as fuck um <laughs> But actually, the movie, before we even get to Space Godzilla, in that there's a robot named Mogira, who I guess was, or Magura, it was in other movies, not Godzilla. I think this is the first time we see him in Godzilla. In in his yeah. other movies, he looks like he's made out of corrugated metal and trash cans. It's He's terrible looking. Yeah. And <laughs> really odd design, really chubby and just pointy in places. It's like a weird fat metal penguin. Right. Yes. And, that's the, and that's the best way. And he's got a, a metal mouth that is a drill, which he does stab some some monsters with in this which in this movie. Was which this is one cool. written by a dentist? There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking Japanese dentist Godzilla writers, huh? Oh, I guess. If you remember the original Nintendo Godzilla game, this was the first boss. And I remember as a kid not remembering where he came from, but he came from some other film series. He's in this one now. Immediately gets his fucking ass kicked by uh, Space Godzilla after Space Godzilla comes down. Is Mothra in this movie at all after this point? Or is no, he- it literally, it's just the, like, within the intro. Space. It's just for a quick second. Hmm. We meet Godzilla. Godzilla looks pretty cool. And they're like, oh, well, we're all fucking all have ESP. Let's shoot a fucking mind control thing at the back of Godzilla. And they have to like climb up, shoot this thing on Godzilla's neck. Someone's trying to kill him. Someone's trying to shoot this mind control thing on the back of his neck. The mind control thing gets shot. Now he's got this little piercing on the back of his neck. I said no piercings till you're an adult Godzilla. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) So now he's on this beach, and all these scientists and hunters are looking at him. He's got this piercing now that lets them control him. And the girl goes, Ah, the mind control is working. Watch, I'll show you. Walk. And then it cuts to Godzilla walking. He was already walking. And like, now I'm not a scientist, but like, wouldn't a better test be like, jump? Or like, do a do to cough forward roll. Do the Godzilla it, dance. Yeah, yeah, like something cool. Slide on your tail and drop kick that building. That's like when you're trying to. Sh- <laughs> it's like when you're trying to like show someone how cool your dog is, and your dog is not listening, and you're yeah. like, uh, walk, walk over there. No, uh, yeah. turn around. And like, you know, like say shit that is not tricks. You know, take like, shit on the floor. Good yeah. boy. Look a different way than I'm talking. Like, <laughs> <Lick your butt. laughs> that's what she's doing. She's like, uh, let's test this mind control thing. What's a good one? What is he doing currently? Walk. <laughs> it works. Stupid. But yeah, now he's mind controlled, which doesn't really matter. Does that come into play at all? Uh, I guess kind of, but no. 
<laughs> it's just another thing, and I feel like the the movies, especially this series, always tries to make a literal connection with one cast, one human cast member, and Godzilla. Right? There's yeah. always someone fucking mind talking to him, or controlling him, or standing at a building, being like, "I salute you." <laughs> <laughs> and we get the return of baby, right? Baby comes back. Yes, this yes. This is a slightly different baby. This is the baby that looks like Hello Kitty Japanese stereotypical cute. Yeah. That's just the way that it, yeah, the way that it grows up. Which <laughs> makes the no second sense. form. It's really, it's a lot bigger, but it's a lot more cute too. Yeah, because it, it, the one in the last movie in Mechagodzilla, it was a guy in a suit the whole time. And it was kind of skinny, like it had almost like human proportions, like Godzilla does. This one is much more like little pods put together, like it's much chubbier and cuter. And yeah, it looks like a chubby toddler. Yeah, that's what it. But like it's now grip. it's it's big. It's like stand behind a mountain, big. Yeah. Space Godzilla comes down. This movie has a couple good fights in it. I like the design of Space Godzilla. It's yeah, pretty he's cool. cool. He's, he's all right. He, he looks evil as shit. Space Godzilla lands. Little Godzilla walks up to him for some reason. Now, I don't know if Little Godzilla thinks he's real Godzilla. <laughs> he looks almost nothing like Godzilla. But Little Godzilla walks up and Space Godzilla just fucking destroys him. <laughs> Lasers him all over the place. Shoots him like he flies up in the air. He goes into one of these pits with these crystals that catches him. Then real Godzilla comes and they fight it out a little bit. Um, and little baby Godzilla like runs up and like hugs him. He's all upset. Yeah, um, he's got a little scramble around. Yeah, him. a little skin. He, yeah. It, it, there's no reason I don't understand why it's he's just in this bringing movie back more. Manila. Yeah, it really is. Like they just were like, how do we? I get like the- Manila better than this one. This one looks <sighs> too cutesy to be anything. And yeah, I, really I read cheesy. about it. None of them are supposed to be Godzilla's actual son. I guess they're like sons of his cousin. Is how one they really he adopts was. him though. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he put the filled out the paperwork and shit. Chris, you've said this word a couple times, and I don't know if our audience is as big into anime and Japanese culture, but chibi. Will you give a little explanation of that? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know the exact meaning of it, but it's pretty much like cutesy, super cutesy. Yeah, and they, there's like yeah. lines of Godzilla toys. They either call them like chibi or super deformed. They call them <laughs> that too. So I got a bunch of toys. They're like SD chibi Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you walk up to like a new like a someone's baby and you look up, you're like, ugh. You're like, oh, that's a chibi, huh? <laughs> yeah, that baby is. And chibi then you, baby. your wife or girlfriend hits you and is like, Don't say super deformed. You're like, oh, your <laughs> kid is chibi. <laughs> I, I mean it just means hyper cute, like giant big eyes yeah. and smiles and like cutesy stuff. And yeah, so you have this super cute thing, like genetically engineered to be cute as hell, getting fucked up royally by a giant crystal mean Godzilla, Godzilla monster. Godzilla with a chip on his little chip on his so shoulder. It's definitely tugging at your heartstrings. You're like, no. Nope. I'm like, no, blow him up. Blow him up. <laughs> First of all, monster fight is a monster fight. Second yep. of all, Chibi Godzilla annoys me. Yeah, he walked into that one on his he own. He looks badass coming up though because he's yeah. got three forms Like you see him kind of growing up over the course of three or four movies. Yes. Yeah. And this one is just really weird. You don't know how, it's kind of like a weird Pokemon evolution that's really odd. And this is, this is the second time we see him. The first time we see him was in one of the earlier movies. I forget which one, but he looks older and less cute in that one. Yeah, and he's small. He looks like he's like raptor size. Correct. Like the size of that telekinesis girl. Yeah. (laughs) And then then the next time we see him, he's Godzilla Jr., I think, and he's like a bigger, he looks like Godzilla, but he's, he's a, he's a like smaller spikes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The highlight of this part for me, which I could not, of this movie that I couldn't get over, was there's a line where one human says to another human, 
oh, I can't get along with that guy. All he does is talk about Godzilla. That's me my whole life. We're sitting here for fucking two or three hours. Like, and Godzilla's not real. We're talking about movies. Can you imagine if you lived in a country where every once in a while, like every nine, ten months, Godzilla fucking came out, fought another giant monster? I would only ever talk about Godzilla. I would talk about Godzilla all the fucking time. Talk yeah. about him like you talk about the weather. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, he's it was like kind of a mild attack today. Yeah. <laughs> he's like literally a thing. I know yeah. people who talk about a sports team victory from 10 years ago constantly like it's still a thing and it's like <laughs> that at least was real. <laughs> We're talking about a fake lizard monster movie. Unbelievable. I can't hang out with this guy. All he does is talk about Godzilla. Oh, there's a giant fucking dinosaur that breathes fire on your fucking country every other month. Are you <laughs> what else is there to talk about? <laughs> Oh, man. This one has a weird plot about a building. Also, the, a building's very important in this Space Godzilla movie, and it's this tall tower that gives power to Space Godzilla. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, there's a Is lot there of power. alien plot in this? Kind of. Yeah. I I don't remember. Rumi, you saw it yesterday. I can't I don't remember, remember any building. I was, I, <laughs> I was fast-forwarding through the human talking. He was in the bathtub. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're always like, are you making lobster? <laughs> 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 Matt's just covering himself in garlic butter. <laughs> I would be delicious. <laughs> Moving on to the next movie in this series, and this is the last one. This was supposed to be the end of Godzilla. They're like, we're going to retire Godzilla forever. Mm. Huh, good luck at that. This is Godzilla versus Destroya, 1995. And Chris? It's the best one. This yeah. is it's Chris's my favorite. It's, it's fucking balls to the wall. Yeah, this one is baller. Godzilla shows up, and he is looking bad ass but it's hurting him he is irradiated to the point of explosion and the whole movie his eyes are glowing red and his body is glowing like molten lava cracks throughout him glowing internally because he's about to melt and he's down. actually glowing the suit is glowing, glowing. There's yeah, light it coming smokes in. there's always it's smoke coming so off cool and it's first of all i think it's such a logical evolution of his physical character right that yeah. he's made of radiation after this many years he's literally melting down yep but it from production standpoint, it looks so fucking cool. He's the coolest Super looking cool. Godzilla. I always thought that this was a repercussion of him getting the red beam from Fire Rodan. Yeah. Like it eventually is killing him because yeah. it's just too too much powerful. radiation. Yeah. And this one's interesting because it really dives into the original 1954 mythos by saying when they use the oxygen destroyer, it actually mutated like these trilobite creatures. And it creates these mutant little critter bug monster things that turn into destroyer. And Destroya is this awesome beast. He has many forms. He's got these little trilobite forms, and they can form together to create this big, like, spider monster creature. He looks like a devil. He's yeah. got, like, a yeah. devil face. He's got, like, weird, weird bat wings on the side of his head. He's got yeah. a big horn. He turns into these spider monsters. There's like a bunch of them that crawl around, fuck shit up, mm -hmm. but they're pretty easy to destroy. But then they can meld together to become full on final form Destroya. And he is a true foe and he is vicious he fucks people up he has these pinchers like an alien mouth that shoots out and can stab you oh that's right <clears throat> and when he stabs you he in injects you with like the hyper oxygen from the oxygen destroyer and that can kill you and like oh man it's, it's bloody it's violent and Godzilla's dying the whole time it's fucking gnarly 
I was in like, middle school, I guess, when this came out, and I didn't see it until way, way, way later. But like the design of this creature, especially the final giant kaiju version, mm-hmm. that's like the fucking toy that I would have loved to have as a yeah. kid because it's just got everything you design wise. It's got everything you want in a bad Godzilla monster, mm-hmm. you know, creature. And Destroy is one of these monsters that like he has a an attack that they never even showed. He has this like what I can only describe as like a toothy butthole on his chest. <laughs> It looks like a big meaty butt. And now, if you guys Google this, you will see that that was the most accurate description possible. Yeah. yeah. And it was supposed to open up and like fire beams out of his chest, and they just never even got it to it. They filmed it, and we're just like, no, we don't even need that ultimate attack. He's already so brutal and vicious. We don't even need the giant butthole laser beam fart out of his chest. We're going to skip that, cut it out completely, because he's still does so much damage i mean he is one of the biggest foes of godzilla his unicorn horn can shoot like a slicing beam that cuts clean through godzilla like Mm -hmm. just cuts him in half but he fuses back together because he's melting down Mm. it's insane chris what what do you what's your favorite part about destroya there's a lot of i just like seeing him firing that big red beam and him just being smoky all the time yeah this movie goes into like if Godzilla's going to melt down, what the what does that do? Is yeah. he a bomb? They go over like simulations where he's going to literally destroy the planet. They try to save him or at least buy themselves some time and like freeze him. Yeah. That's a cool scene because he gets like really iced out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got all the He gets the diamond hangers. grill in. He's like got a big <laughs> diamond chain on. <laughs> iced out Godzilla. Yeah. At one point they're like, if he melts down, his heart will burn to the core of the earth and then the earth will explode. Right. Mm. Like, what? It's pretty Holy awesome. Shit. They have like a cool fight scene in like a in like a baseball stadium or something yeah. too. The the little Godzilla mixes it up in there too. He kind of gets his ass beat, but that's oh. like a plot device to keep everything going. Well, at one point, Destroya kills yeah Godzilla Junior. Yeah. Like like picks him up into the air and drops him, and and it kills him. And Godzilla goes over and like mourns the death of his adopted son, but then like. Gives him a little like breathy magic, which I didn't know comes up later. Chris, you told me about this that there's a secret scene. Yeah, if you watch the till the end of the credits, there's a there's a bonus scene. And what happens in this movie in Destroya? Yeah, well, because Godzilla comes back because he dies in this movie. But right. Like, thankfully for Japan, he literally just he <laughs> melts down. He doesn't explode like yeah. a bomb or anything. He melts down, but it's like he gave life force to little Godzilla, who in turn turns into a big Godzilla at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's the secret scene. I didn't know that, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I watched it at the end. I'm like, they can't kill Godzilla. They can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. It just opens up. It's just a shot of like a kid playing in a room, and then like all of a sudden the whole room just rocks, and then you like cut over to like a bunch of smoke, and you see a Godzilla silhouette. You hear his roar, and he's like, he's alive. Oh, again. they should have done like the Godzilla vs. Bambi thing. There's <laughs> yeah. a kid playing in a room, and the room shakes, Just and all of a sudden, foot, foot crunch, crunch slams down, <laughs> stays there. Two frames of animation. Yeah, but Destroy is one of the coolest villains because he can break down into multiple parts, form together into a giant monster. And just like, oh man, when he's fighting Godzilla Jr. and stabbing him with his like alien pinchers and like injecting him with anti oxygen goo and he's like foaming at the mouth and bleeding everywhere it's like Mm -hmm. man what a brutal fight Mm -hmm. and yeah godzilla at the end just combusts and like melts away and it's just like this big moment everybody's like they like give him like the lone salute maybe somebody plays some taps it's like damn dude (laughs) they make it a big deal and that other guy from the last movie's rolling his eyes like why is everyone's making such a big deal about godzilla (laughs) can't hang out with you guys Uh, (laughs) oh 
fuck this. <laughs> oh, man, that wraps up our Hasty series, Godzilla. We've covered all the movies in the series. The next one to come out, America decided to take a crack at the Godzilla game. But we're going to talk about that in two weeks as we continue our Godzilla-thon with Chris. We are going to be diving into the Millennium series and the new Shin Godzilla, the Gareth Edward Godzilla, that Roland Emmerich Godzilla. We cover it all. And even some of the Godzilla cartoons that are coming out. We talk about that a little bit. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be super good, so keep an eye out for that. But before we sign off, guys, let's do a countdown. You ready to initiate the launch sequence? Yeah, dude, let's do it. we got the, the Hasey series countdown right now. Coming in at number five, I would give it a B, B+. We got Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Multiple monsters. Baby gets punched. <laughs> Baby violence, dope shoulders. <laughs> yeah. It's got it all. What else do you, it's got it all. What else do you need? The mind control. This is just a fun one. And I think to me, it's just the right amount of Godzilla fighting and like exposition. Like, I know you gotta explain where that came from twice. <laughs> no, this is a fun one though. I like the number five, Space Godzilla. All right, number four, Chris, what do we got? Number four, we got Godzilla versus Mech Godzilla two. <laughs> yeah, the one that was so nice they had to bring it back twice. twice. <laughs> yeah, and then later on we have Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla in the next series. The, I the, think the Mecha Godzilla yeah. naming functions are just kind of lame. I figure a computer would be able to name it, name things better than anything, right? <laughs> this is a fun one. I love the costume in this one. I love the fighting in this one. There's some good stuff. I mean, it, it, it's good. It's good all around. I like this one a lot. Even introducing though, the fire beam too. No, that's yep. right. Even yeah. though baby does not get punched, but <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have at number three, Matt? Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. I love this one. Could you get any more stupid and convoluted? I don't know. Ask Megalon. But <laughs> uh, this is just a lot of fun. The uh, the dinosaurs look great. Or the the suits look great. There's a lot of fighting. Is this at least when there's humans on the screen? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm not, at least not fast forwarding through it. I love this movie. This is a ton of fun. You're from the future. And your name's Wilson? <laughs> I wish somewhere in the future you saw like future man on a future raft with future no shirt on going, Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, number three, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. All right, and number two, I'm coming in with Godzilla vs. Biolante, the fan-picked monster. It was a competition to ask for the next Godzilla villain and some dentist was like plant monster with my dead daughter's cells in it and they were like done and done <laughs> this movie's super weird it's it's kind of bonkers but he Godzilla fights a plant and it's freaking rad and yeah at the end of the day you're like I can't believe that this movie is as good as it is it has no right to be this good but Godzilla fighting plant super cool Godzilla versus Biolante thanks dentist all right that brings us to number one the best Godzilla movie in the Heesey series Chris lay it out for us and my personal favorite of the entirety of Godzilla, period, Godzilla versus Destroya. Really? Their favorite of all of them? It's my favorite. Wow. That's some high praise because there's some good movies here. Yeah. I love this movie. It's got the coolest Godzilla, the burning Godzilla, yes. on his deathbed, but he's not taking it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he lays it out. Yeah, this monster's got, badass. Yeah. He's, the Godzilla's cool looking. You see the fiery version of Godzilla. You see him iced out completely. Try to fucking freeze <laughs> him up. Yeah. And destroy himself. Is super cool looking. He's a 
He's a badass monster. I like that he has all these different forms that he can turn into. Mm-hmm. A lot of really cool uh, powers. He doesn't even use his like ultimate butthole chest attack. We'll need no, that got, for another you movie. you got to save that. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate butthole chest attack. <laughs> Not to be used lightly. Destroyer Sensei was like, only use it in the most dire circumstances. And he's like fighting a giant glowing Godzilla. He's like, not even that. He's like, not even like, yeah, like melting down Godzilla. He's like, no, <laughs> hold back. <laughs> well, that does it. That wraps up our Heesey series. Like I said, we'll be continuing the Godzilla conversation to hit the Millennium series and cover every Godzilla film made to this point. We'll be doing that in two weeks. So keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, you can keep up with us on our Facebook, on our Instagram, and on our Twitter at Launchpad Pod. Until next time, guys. Ray, blast this thing off. Let's do it. Yep. Chris, you remember not to delight, right? Yep. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Rocketeers out. One, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.